Here we yeah. go. Matt, how are you? Hey, man. Good to see you. How are you guys doing? Doing well. What is up, dude? We're good. Yeah, man. Ready to do this. It's good to be here. And, uh, you know, thanks for inviting me on, dude. I'm, I'm stoked. Greetings from Knoxville. Ah, so, okay. That's where you're at is Knoxville. Yeah, man. How about you guys? Uh, I'm in Virginia. Oh, wow. All right. Cool, cool, man. So Matt James. These, where's that? I'm in the UK. Oh wow, dude, we're 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 covering some miles here. Yeah, yeah, I'm in Mississippi. Oh dang, dude. And I'm and I'm in, and I'm in Mobile, Alabama. Oh shoot, I I think not that long ago I was like near uh, Mobile, Alabama for a tour with a. Uh, we stopped through that area with a band called Seventh Day Slumber, so I'm vaguely yeah. familiar. Oh yeah, we know we know Seventh Day Slumber very well here at yeah. the Sound. Oh, really? Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, they're friends of mine. They took me out on my first tour and, you know, I've been kind of, you know, they they traveled me all across the the U.S. So I'm, I'm familiar with Mississippi, Alabama. I'm like Johnny Cash, man. I've been everywhere. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love it. Go. So, yeah. so you're on Rockfest Records, um, <laughs> which, is, which is the same label with Seventh Day Slumber and... Magdalene Rose and who yeah. else is on that? Yeah, man, it's been really cool. Um, for this upcoming release, we decided just to kind of go independent, but Rockfest was really the the uh you know starting point for which kind of got my my story and my message out there and everything. And uh since then we've done four nationwide kind of tours with Seventh Day Slumber, Magdalene Rose, and myself. And so uh I have to credit those guys for just kind of you know, making people aware of what I do and what I'm all about. And so, man, it's been awesome. I've been a seven day slumber fan um, since I was 17 years old. So to kind of see uh, them behind the scenes is a really surreal experience as somebody who does music, uh, not only as a musician, but is just like a fan as well. You know, it's crazy. So I, I was going to ask you, you, you said being on Rockfest helped get your story out. Uh, for those that don't know you, what is the story? Okay, so uh, shout out to the Almas, like, you know, for uh, being on the show. I like what they had to say a lot about, like, mental health. I have to say that a lot of what I, uh, what I write about is mental health uh, related or um, is just music for the underdog, as I like to call it. Um, I grew up with uh, a lot of obstacles uh, to overcome. Like, I have two disabilities. I have cerebral palsy and I have another disability called dyscalculia. And so a lot of my life was about being the underdog and kind of trying to, you know, figure out my path. And um, I suffered with a lot of mental health stuff and um, a lot of domestic abuse issues. My dad was a, a pastor. I got to see a lot of the good sides of church, but behind the scenes, there was a lot of hidden abuse and things like that. And so um, a lot of my music goes out to people who maybe feel misunderstood uh disenfranchised and just are the black sheep and so yeah man that's kind of what i'm all about and it's been really cool um these last few years to have people that have come forward with disabilities or mental health issues or um you know domestic abuse and say man what you set up there really impacted me and so that's kind of what we're all about awesome so you've got a new single coming out uh i want to say i want to don't it's next week, right? November 20 or October 20th. Yeah. So it's, I'm super excited about it. 
and um, this is kind of the like one of two singles that we're probably going to be releasing in recent times. But Fuel is going to be the October 20th, 2023. And that song is basically if you're somebody who's gone through a lot of adversity, um, Fuel is basically that thank you letter to those people and those circumstances that were like meant to destroy you, but ultimately like made you stronger and, um, you know, made you press on, you know. We look back on our lives and a lot of times the things that, you know, were meant to crush us or meant to like really bring us down are ultimately the things that like help us to persevere. And so that's kind of the message that I want to get across uh, with Fuel. It was recorded um, with Josiah Prince with this band called Disciple here in Nashville. And uh, man, it's just a really cinematic, um, fun song to do. Dude, that that's that's killer, man. I, I like how like you kind of like sharing like you know some personal stuff there, like inside of your music. It's not just generic for you, right? Yeah, I, I think that uh, that's kind of the crux for any artist. Like, um, you know, I've entered times where I wasn't really, you know, you write so often as a songwriter that sometimes it's easy just to kind of lose sight of why you're doing things. And I've gotten to a certain spots every once in a while where I wasn't writing my most genuine, but I found that when I'm just the most genuine to myself, telling my story, that that's really what people resonate with most. So as an encouragement from one musician to all the musicians who may be um, listening out there, just encourage you, man, everybody's got a story and a background and something to say. And the more in touch you are with that message, people will resonate. Have you ever, have you ever thought about like, like you're going to go, write something and you sit down you're like i'm gonna write and then you whatever that whatever comes out sometimes it's like bullshit and it's not real (laughs) but then you're just either you're either like walking down the street or you're driving or maybe you even are actually trying to write but then for a split second you just kind of daze off and then that's when all the good shit comes in and you're like oh yeah because i'm just being honest with myself and i'm not trying to do anything it just happened you know oh yeah i've had a i had this one time where i had like I listened to this song. I was writing a a song lyrics and everything. And I'm one of those people that'll just, you know, kind of sit through the writer's block. So if I'm having a block, I'll just sit right through it. I stayed up until like an insane amount. I I think I was up until seven o'clock in the morning. I finished the final lyric of the page. I took a second glance at it, crumpled it up and and threw it in the garbage. And then (laughs) went to sleep. I was like, this is trash. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, or like seven hours to produce. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it's funny. If you would have taken it out of trash two days later, you might have read it and been like, this is not trash. This is great. You know, you don't, you don't ever know. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's just, it's one of those things where it's just like, uh, it's hit or miss. But, um, if for me, if I'm trying to write something, hopefully it's, it's good the first time. I like to, I'd rather sit on a lyric for three days than rather than to write something and be like, look back later and go, oh, I kind of rushed through that. So hopefully when people listen to Fuel, they won't go, oh, that's trash. Hopefully they'll like it and uh, it'll be awesome. Have you ever had the opposite experience, though, where like for what like whether you had the pen in hand or it was just the thought, you know, you just kind of like went and then a bunch of really good stuff came out. You're like, where the hell did that come from? And that was super easy. Yeah, it's so weird because uh, the song Not My Name was the first song that I did that like kind of made traction on Christian and mainstream uh, rock radio. And um, that song is all about like labels that people put on us, like I said before, with my disabilities and stuff like that. 
Um, I'm not a stranger to people labeling you and all that kind of thing. And that song wasn't even originally supposed to be like on the EP. I had gone into studio with a whole different idea of how that EP was to look. And I just got this overwhelming sense of like, Matt, you've written about a whole bunch of things, but you've never written this. And I want to say like within a day or a day and a half, not my name was written. And it was just like, boom, that song soared and had wings of its own and took off. Um, and so I'm grateful for that because that's a very rare thing for me, at least. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. The struggle is real when it comes. Yeah. To that. Yeah. And I love that. <clears throat> I love that you're writing about, you know, experiences of yourself and what's real. And you're keeping true and writing stuff that you want to write, not what you think you want to hear. Because I keep saying that to a lot of artists. You've got to write and come true from in here. And then people will interpret it their own way and they'll enjoy the music more because it's written from the heart. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, man, you know, as, as musicians, we always are trying to figure out like the, the bottom line. And so it's easy to try to make art, you know, fit the industry for say, like I remember going into a licensing class where I, for a short time was doing, trying to do music licensing and everything. And, and that just necessarily wasn't my, my thing, but I tried to like, make that work and i felt like during that time i wasn't being my most genuine and everything and so um yeah i had written a few songs that i just wasn't really happy about and then as soon as i kind of took the gloves off and was honest about like hey man you know this is what i'm all about this is what people and then people started resonating and stuff like that um even just with the disabilities within the last two years i've wanted to talk about that stuff because that's not something that I even wanted to talk about in my last projects because it's something that like, you know, is really uncomfortable. And so now I'm taking stages across uh, the nation talking about the most vulnerable thing in my life. And uh, at times I don't love I don't love it, but it's part of what I, I feel like I have to do. Yeah, I think I, I think a that. lot of songs, whether it's apparent to the listener up front or not that are that really like you said resonate with people i think the person that wrote it whether they were cryptic about it or straight in your face about it probably you know bled on that track mm -hmm. like yeah. let something really out you know what i mean like that that was in inside of them and, and gave it their all and was very vulnerable that's the word i'm looking for like you kind of have to put yourself in a vulnerable state and then people respond to that you know even if even if it's not directly like this is what i'm talking about they still kind of know you know what i mean yeah and and like i think people like i said even in today are just super attracted to what they perceive as like the the authenticity love them or hate them you know somebody like oliver anthony who made a Richmond north of Richmond outdid like Taylor Swift on the charts and you know Taylor Swift has got that polished act and here's just a dude with a ugly beard and he's you know hanging out in his backyard and he's dominating the charts right now and I think it comes down to you know love or hate his message um it's it's authentic and people can see through that polished machine of the industry versus kind of this guy that's spilling his heart and soul but yeah, there, that's that's one thing I've noticed, like with all the music that we listen to here is like in with like the technology and the ability to create in your house and then have it, you know, mix mastered it there or sent off. 
a lot of good music's coming out, but it seems like a little bit of it's starting. It's like coming all together, like almost homogenous, you know. And then yeah. when you hear a new sound come out of left field, even if it's not polished, like even sometimes because it's not polished, then it's like, oh, that's the thing, or that's different, and people like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, even back in the day, if you're like a, a fan of like you know Ozzy Osbourne or any of the any of the trailblazers that we think of that uh, really changed rock or music in general, always kind of pushed an envelope in a genuine way. I mean, uh, you know, you look back to even like rap, like N.W.A. and stuff. They had right. the most crazy stuff that they were saying at the time, but it resonated with a large group of people and uh, what was once kind of underground and obscure became kind of the new norm. And now we've got, you know, all sorts of things going on. And so, you know, all that to say, you know, genuine is, is key. And I think that people are starting to kind of get tired of uh, music that just doesn't, you know, it's got that polished and it's, it, it feels contrived. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, man. So who's that? Oh, so yeah. I mean, it was. It's just crazy. So what have you been listening to lately? Like, what what's kind of been been uh, on? You know. Boom! The tables just got turned. Yeah. Let's go. Who wants yeah. to take that question first? Wow. <clears throat> um, I, I mean, mine is. Uh, recently i'm i'm on this hardy trip mm. uh, oh wow i wouldn't have expected that kevin that's i mean that's <laughs> I, 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 look so jared will laugh at this so I, I have to drive to work an hour every day so i just kind of i created this playlist and it's hardy and it's up church and <laughs> brantley gilbert and, and stuff like that so i'm listening to that but then i also have the rock side where I've been listening to a lot of like machines and, and things like that. So, but no, I mean the, the big one I've been listening to a lot of lately is Hardy and, and definitely that new song from Barry Tooth and Hardy. I absolutely love that thing. I love that song. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, I don't get stuck into one genre. Like I'm one of those people that I, I definitely admire aspects of every kind of genre and stuff like that. One day it'll be rock. The next day it'll be, you know, rap, whatever, you know. And, that, and that's whatever. the one thing that I like about Hardy is I listen to rap. I listen to rock. I listen to country. He yeah. kind of wraps everything all in one. Yes. Uh, yes, he does. And then some of his collaborations he's done with like Brantley Gilbert uh, and and Morgan Wallen and all of that kind of stuff. It's all just it kind of wraps everything seriously wraps everything all in one big bundle so it's easy to listen to especially for somebody that listens to all the genres man somebody's gonna have to send me some 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 really good uh music when we get off here because like i don't know that i've heard this guy as much as you know you may have i, I don't i'm not really familiar with the music so always yeah. looking for new stuff yeah yeah uh, look at on spotify hardy you, you'll, and you'll be I, and I can give you i can give you the history on him i use a songwriter he yeah. wrote for Florida Georgia Line. He wrote for Morgan Wall, and, and then finally he decided, "Hey, I'm going to start putting this stuff out on my own." Oh, dude, and, that's cool. Yeah, and he's done. He's I think he's done three albums now, but this newest one has kind of done that genre cross where he's kind of like uh, him and Jelly Roll have kind of crossed genres. They've got rock going, they've got country going, and and a lot of collaboration going into the rock scene and stuff like that. So it's some good stuff. 
Yeah, it's kind of funny how, like, with the invention of Spotify and everything, I almost feel like genre is, like, you know, it still exists, but it's slowly kind of dying, and the lines are being blurred a lot more than they were. Yeah. Lisa, what about you? What have you been listening to lately? I don't think we started that off with the beginning of the show. Um, you know, I listen mostly to a lot of metalcore, um, but it, on the days that I'm not listening to that, I'm listening to classical. Really? Wow. Way to throw I a curve. I used to play in a symphony. <laughs> I, I used okay. to play in a symphony. Yeah, I, I love learned. classical music. Uh, I do. Too. I mean, I don't listen to it regularly, but I do like, I, yeah, yeah, because it's just great music. Yeah, I mean, and so, you know, like, most of the time it is metalcore, like, you know, architects and stuff like that. But then on the flip side, you know, if, if I'm just, I've had enough, um, and I need like some quiet, I'll just turn on some classical music. Um, one of my friends um, is the principal clarinetist for South Dakota Symphony. And so I just listen to that and it, it mellows me out and it's good. I, I appreciate all of it. So yeah, it depends on the mood I'm in. Matt, what about you? Oh man! As far as just like oh, no. too lately, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, you Matt, and then the second Matt. <laughs> oh man, I, I'm just all over the place. I go everywhere from Eminem to Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, I'm everywhere, but yeah, man, Matt too. I want to hear your response here. What what don't I listen to? <laughs> um, recently. Because I've got a show next week, so I've been listening to a lot of the city is ours because I'm going to see them live. Um, but to be honest, it's a mix of everything anything from rock to metalcore to deathcore. Um, you know, I, I handle our email submissions, so I, I hear a lot of music and discover a lot of new bands that way. Um, but I'm predominantly metalcore. Um, but recently, yeah, the, the two bands I've been playing most are probably Raptors and the city is ours. Uh, for me, I listen to y'all are gonna of, have to forgive me for a minute. I got to step away for a minute. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. I, I listen to uh, a bunch of transient, uh, just because I wrote my article uh, in the Sound Two Eight magazine about them. There's some uh, local from my area guys, so I I burned through all their stuff on like repeat, and it's great. Um, but like to go out of genre because I'm kind of like Lisa and Matt. I listen to the heavier stuff predominantly, but I love like Motown music. I mean, that's what I grew up on. Uh, anything from like Percy Sledge to Otis Redding, shit like that. But 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 also too like, uh, um, the Dummy album by Portishead. That's one of my, I fucking love that album like a lot, a lot, a lot. And it is not heavy. It's not anything. And there's something about that record that is just, I don't know. It's badass. I don't know who that is. You gotta look that record up tonight, Lisa. When we hit, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a link to it, and you need to listen to it. <laughs> okay, very good. Yeah. Um, and, and Buckethead too. That's another one. But anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah so we, we listen to all kinds of different music here. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're music junkies. You know, if it, if it sounds good and it it's good, we'll listen to it. You know, I, I like a bit of classical too. I like a bit. I was brought up on like sixties music, like Elvis Presley and stuff like that. So, you know, it's very my music tastes very eclectic, but I'm predominantly hard rock metalcore. Yeah, yep. I, I grew up to like ABBA. ABBA was like our dinner music. So you throw on some ABBA <laughs> yeah. or like the Eagles, um, the even Eagles. Michael Jackson. Uh, Little River Band, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Yes. Uh, that's what that uh, Neil Diamond, Billy Joel, Elton John. 
CCR radio, CCR radio is my favorite Pandora station. Hey, you start, you start talking on that, and I start, I start. I'm Tom Petty. Mm. <laughs> it's the same I, I always, I, I had a conversation with that at the other side. Nobody. To me, I underappreciated Tom Petty when Tom Petty was doing his thing, and now when you hear his stuff, it's like, man, that was so good. Yeah. I do the same thing, even though I'm a huge Skinner fan. I still like Neil Young, some of his early stuff, even yep. though he says shit all the time. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> like your music, but damn it. Why'd you say that? Sorry, we just word vomited our music taste all over you. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, Matt. <laughs> oh, and then, like, when I'm at work, we have a station called Decades, and I'll end up hearing like the traveling Wilburys or something like that. And I, I always sit there and I'm like, if I'm standing next to somebody that is much younger than me that works with me, I'm like, can you name anybody in this band? <laughs> and they're like, no. no. And I'm like, George Harrison. They're like, who's that? I'm like, you're fired. Fired. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And um, Matt, you said you like to discover new music. Yeah, now, man, I'm all about I'm going to do sure. a... I'm going to do a shameful, guilty plug here. The best way to discover new music is download the Sound228 app. Oh, nice, dude. I will get right on that right after this, uh, and, and I'll definitely do that. So who are some like good United Kingdom kind of bands that I should check into, man? Uh, Raptors, a thousand percent. What what sort? Are you, are you into your metalcore heavy stuff? Yeah, I, I like a fair mix of everything. So, I mean, okay, I'll so find, yeah. <laughs> Raptors, The City is Ours, Buried Tomorrow, While She Sleeps, obviously, um, Dream State, Lake Malice, um, Lake Malice. <laughs> like, dude, the list is endless, <laughs> right? Uh, I will have because, in my opinion, and Lisa may probably agree with me because she comes over here a lot for shows. The UK has yeah. one of the best rock metal scenes in the world. Oh, dude, that's awesome! I've never been. Actually, I, I went to, uh, I was on a trip, I went to Africa, like, uh, to Africa to do some, like, humanitarian stuff and all that, and, like, we had a layover in London, so I've been around the world that way, but never really, like, around uh, concerts across seas or anything like that, which is kind of a bummer. You know hey, what? Dude, we'll you ever come over here, man, hit me up, and, you know, we'll, we'll have some shows in the UK. No, we're going to send them a playlist. Cool, man. Yeah. Gonna send yeah, you a playlist. Um, yeah, add me on Instagram at Matt Sassano Music or whatever, or I'll add I already you, follow you. And we'll just we'll just chat, man. There All you right. go. You got it. You're gonna be hearing from me. I'm gonna fill up the whole message with all the fans <laughs> you need to be listening to. You're gonna be like, why did I tell this girl to follow me? <laughs> <laughs> my my notifications will be going off at three in the morning. I got a new band for you to listen to. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, no. that'll, that'll be fun, man. I have I, a day I'm job. Forward to it. I, I get up at five o'clock every morning. You will not hear from me in the middle of the night because I will be asleep. So don't worry. You're Mark Chase. So what time is it over there in the good old UK? It is 2.40 in the morning. He's an animal. Whoa, dude. Yeah, you're on the late shift, bro. You're on the yes. early shift. Oh, wait. He makes it happen. He makes well, it happen. I'm, I'm on the wow. late shift. I work all the, you know, the sounds on Central Time, and I also work for a company which me and Lisa own called Rift Media Group, which is basically on Eastern Time. So I'm constantly on American Time. 
Oh, that's cool, man. It's only 940 here, so I'm wide awake, dude. I have, you know, I'm ready for some more coffee just to keep, you know, you know us musicians, we're night owls, man. So, you know, we'll be up. Well, dude, we appreciate you jumping on here with us tonight. Um, what's so give us give us the uh, three months out, four months out projection. What do we need to know about? Oh, as far as with me, man, or yeah, 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 yeah. with your music. And oh, everything. yeah, man. Um, the, the single. Yeah, just getting really excited for these these releases, and uh, you know, just recently just got off tour not long ago with Seven Day Slumber. So now it's just kind of like, you know, getting into some of these festivals, and um, I'm working with some people. I'm originally from upstate New York and moved to Tennessee in 2014. And um, one of my friends now uh, that I've had, he's kind of mixing and putting together, assembling a team since I'm going independent. And uh, his goal is to kind of help us get into some fest, some more festivals. And so just really looking for more opportunities and doors that open. And, um, you know, things always kind of tend to come open, uh, which I'm really excited about. And, um, you know, ever since the last couple of years, it seems like, um a lot has happened so i'm excited to see what where everything goes man and uh yeah i love it dude i love it man keep fighting the good fight man we appreciate you sharing your story with us too absolutely thank you guys for having me again matt sasano music um on instagram send all the music you guys want and i will i will give you my feedback all right deal love it it. all right thank you matt hey man nice to meet you all right Keep rocking, man. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. We really appreciate the support. If you want to stay up to date with all the things we're doing here at The Sound, be sure to download our free radio app. It's in the App Store or Google Play. Just type in The Sound 228. It'll come right up. Download it on your phone. Listen to all the killer new music that Kevin and I are trying to promote to the masses. You can stay up to date with all of our social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also download the episodes of the podcast and the homegrown show all right there inside of the app go download it now you won't be disappointed and once again we are the sound we are new rock